Hey guys, welcome back to Retro Kill Screen on Pixel Response. As always, I'm Paul, and with me is John. Yo. And we played some Sonic CD today. Oh man, did we ever. You played more than me today. I picked up where I left off, which is where you were when we finished talking after the live show thing we did. Yeah, I basically beat the entire <clears throat> game in one sitting. Yeah. And which, that's a lot of Sonic to take in. And it's kind of funny, because we were talking a little bit, and... You were feeling at the exact same point that where you just wanted to stop, kind of. Yeah, no, I think I, I just hit like a point of sonic fatigue or something. And the only reason why you kept going and why I jumped back in is because we found out through our talking that where we were at was literally the last stage. So Yeah, we were on the second last stage when we mm-hmm. both had that feeling. It was like, what, Stardust Highway? Starlight Highway? Well, I finished Metal Sonic like yeah. on my last playthrough. See, when I was playing through the game, I got to I got to Metal Sonic, and I had, like, nine lives. And by the time I beat him, I had two. I know, that... Yeah, that fucking stage. Um, I had some issues with that stage specifically that I didn't... Okay, so, for anybody that probably wasn't playing along, didn't get there, or just don't really care or know what we're talking about, when you fight Metal Sonic, you're essentially just running straight through a track with a bunch of obstacles of spikes and dead ends and little jump things and whatever. And um, you're basically racing him to the end because a gate's about to sh- going to shut at the very end. And if he's on the other side, Robotnik kills you because he's chasing you the whole way through. And you have to get through there and close it off. So he essentially kills Metal Sonic that way. Yeah, he just Sonic just crashes. Or Metal Sonic just crashes into a wall. Now where it gets tricky is that whenever you're in front of Metal Sonic, he'll do two moves. He does an electrical burst thing where he's you can't touch him, and that's usually it when you're behind him. So if you try to pass him, he'll do that. Um, when you're in front of him, he'll do kind of like uh, almost like your spin dash. Like he'll just speed up. It's kind of like a Dragon Ball Z like. Yeah, like he just super super fly. He's, he goes Superfly. Superfly Metal Sonic. Pretty fly for a metal guy, I guess. I don't know. References. But, yeah. <laughs> so It's around the right, right time for it, too, almost. So, and they've redone this a few times. Um, you were saying in Sonic Generations they did it. I swear. I, I know in the... Uh... In the 3DS version, you race against Metal Sonic, but I thought it was in like a Casino Night type area. But I think in the uh, console version or PC version, they have that. Okay, I didn't finish Sonic Generations. I have it on PC, so maybe if I ever get through it, I'll let you know. But mm-hmm. um, Sonic the Hedgehog 4 Episode 2, which I believe was just this year, came out. Uh, episode 1 would have been last year, I believe. But uh, Episode 2... They... Episode 1's a couple years old, actually, because there was like a two or three year gap between them. Oh, I'm losing time. Losing Epis- track yeah, Episode time. 1 came out, I think, before or after Unleashed it. Hmm. Then the next year was Colors, then the next year was Generations and Episode 4. Well, I mean, it doesn't really matter, because I guess the only thing I'm getting at is in Episode 2 for Sonic the Hedgehog 4, there's a throwback to this type of idea where you're doing the same thing with uh, Robotnik shooting stuff at you and whatnot, but uh, Metal Sonic... It's a fight against Metal Sonic, and you're basically chasing him down on a roller coaster track, and it's the same idea where he'll throw stuff at you and you have to jump out of the way and that whole sort of thing. It seemed a lot less 
obnoxious in that though than it did here. Maybe I'm just maybe I was just used to playing Sonic Four at the time though, so it was okay. But mm. just I just remembered having some trouble with it in this one specifically, and then one run was just super easy somehow, and that's what I beat it. I kind of had the same thing. I had there was this one like you know how the it, the platform keeps curving up and down like an S shape. Um, yeah, there's or, a like a sine wave, I should say. Like a sine wave, and there's a section around the end of the track that has like two or three of those in a row. There was one point where I made a jump and then I landed on the up curve. Yeah, and that just killed all my momentum. Yeah, no, that happened to me over and over. And, yeah. Uh, the first few times I died, I would. Okay, so the first time going through it, I just died a few times, getting the lay of what the track was like. Yeah. So like, I would get, I would jump on a spike accidentally doing one of those leap of faiths. And then I, all my coins would be gone, and then he would do his stupid little static shock thing, his AoE thing, and then that would kill me. And then a bunch of other times, more often than not, what would happen is he would get me as I hit one of those curves, mm. and then Robotnik would just kill me. Yeah, I hate how Robotnik death. was just instant kill. Yeah. You think you could at least bounce top his head or something, but I guess that ruins the point of like the chase. Right, or if he could just push you forward or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that fight in particular really took the air out of me, so that's why I stopped playing about a week ago, and I didn't pick it up again until tonight, but yeah, that specifically I had some difficulty with, and then it just seemed like a luck run that I had no issue at all, and it was super easy, so I don't know what that was all about, but unbalanced gameplay, Sonic, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, um... I I guess I can see why some people hold it in high regard, but I think Sonic 3 is a better Sonic. Sonic 3? Yeah, probably. Three, three and Knuckles, yeah. I like Knuckles, yeah, quite a bit. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I like Sonic 2 the best still. Well, Sonic 4 is really good. Don't really? I heard not. Episode 1 was not very good. It's pretty good. Sonic, yeah, Episode 1 was fine. It was... Episode 1 hit the nostalgia thing with new graphics more than anything. 2 was okay. Um, I don't know. Generations is really good, though. I do like Generations quite a bit. I still need to sit down and play the console version of that. I've, I've beaten the 3DS one fully. Is there a big difference between the two? Well, pure 2D. Like, Okay, you know how in uh, Modern Sonic you'd be doing like the zipping left and right and stuff like that? In oh, it's pure, tu- well, it's, it's pure 2D. Well, it's pure 2D, yeah. Okay, yeah, because like, I have it on PC and there's parts where it'll be 2D and then you'll go into a part where it'll go 3D. Yeah, yeah. The, the thing is with like the main difference is Classic Sonic plays exactly like a Classic Sonic game. Mm-hmm. Modern Sonic still has his boost and homing attack and like you can teach Classic Sonic the homing attack, but basically it's it's more like Sonic Rush. Okay. If you ever if you ever played that. Uh, that was the, don't, don't that was the DS one. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have played. I haven't played any Sonic games on the DS. But um, yeah, what I liked about Generations specifically is I really liked a lot of what the 3D Sonic games would do when they were just the stages where you were going really fast and doing the dodging and like homing attacks and that whole thing. What mm-hmm. I didn't like is everything else about the 3D Sonic games. So it was kind of nice to have the best of the retro type to side-scrolling Sonic game mixed in with the newer 3D type, the good parts of it anyway. 
Yeah, they guess, had a pretty they had a pretty good balance. I guess I could also say that recently I played Shadow the Hedgehog for the first time ever. Game's not Ooh. as bad as everyone says it is. Really? I mean, it's no worse than Sonic 06, which came later. Mm. So, <laughs> I guess you can say I I didn't mind Sonic 06. It's just unplayable. So. I see. I want to sit down and try it out to see if it's as bad as everyone keeps saying. It's more than anything. It's just hard. The mechanics are ridiculous. But uh, I know what a lot of people have issue with with Shadow is besides the mechanics and all that sort of thing is the whole gun thing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I kind of like it. Not gonna lie. There's been a few parts. A few parts it kind of slows things down and feels a little weird for a Sonic game. But yeah. there was like. Okay, so in the first stage, when you first start the game off, you're running through a city that's collapsing. Basically, aliens are attacking or whatever. And there's uh, one part where you're like sliding or running down this huge falling down highway sort of thing. And then you bounce up. And then in midair, I just blasted a bunch of dudes in the face with like the gun and then homed in on another guy and kept running. Like, that's badass. And moments like that are great. It's the moments I think people are thinking specifically of where you're just kind of on the ground shooting stuff when you should be running because Sonic games and whatnot. But that's really not what we're here to talk about, I guess. It was just kind of a side note because I haven't really had time to talk about that game specifically. But um, other than that, Sonic CD, I don't know. A big thing I like about it is the music. See, I, I'm back and forth on that. Some of the tracks are good, some of them I don't like. Like, mm-hmm. did you hear the boss theme where like you can hear a maniacal laughter in the background, or did you get a different version because you were playing the Xbox version? You can choose which version you have. The Xbox version has both the U.S. and the Japanese soundtracks. I heard that the U.S. one they have is missing like the lyrics for Sonic Boom and a couple other things. I think it is. I played with the Japanese because. They're, yeah, they're, no, I've, I've always heard the Japanese soundtrack for Sonic CD was good. What were you playing with then? Uh, I was playing the Genesis, or sorry, the GameCube version on Sonic Gems, was which the... is default the US. Okay, did you change it then? No. Did, so we actually, heard different soundtracks, probably. So we heard different soundtracks, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm not that fond of the US soundtrack, to be honest, except for like certain places it's pretty good, and in certain places it's horrible. I know that I, I didn't get a game over, but apparently if you get a game over, you have, like, distorted evil laughter and, like, people, like, going, ha, 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 while the music sounds, like, all demonic. I don't remember that. I did get a game over, too. Let me see if I can find it for you. But it has been about, it has been about a week, so. Mm. Um... I don't know. The Japanese soundtrack is great. A lot of the stages have a very very appropriate sound to the music and it really takes advantage of the fact that the game was released on cd so it's full track full um sound and a lot of it is uh like some of it's jazzy and stuff so i don't know yeah like i just listened to the difference between the two game over songs and holy crap the the japanese one is so much better yeah, it's kind of a shame that you didn't get to hear the Japanese soundtrack now because, like, when you were saying that you weren't, you were back and forth on it. Now I kind of understand why because the Jap- I didn't hear the 
U.S. version at all, the American, the Americas version. But yeah, hmm, that might be something we have to revisit on some other time. Maybe. Again. Did you listen to the U.S. one, or are you going to wait till after the recording? I haven't listened to the U.S. one at all. It's like 14 seconds long. If you want to just give it a quick listen to. Oh, did you send me a link? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it a listen to if you want to keep talking. I guess. Sure. I just. I feel like I don't know if you want to mix it in to the cast as well, but I just feel like there's a stark contrast between the two soundtracks, and that's one of the shining moments of it right there. Oh wow, this is weird. Yeah, I know. There's something unsettling about that. I know. <laughs> I, I feel like like you need to put that into the podcast in some way, either through a, like a text link or just mixed in, so people can hear how messed up the two versions are. Yeah, it will. Okay, well, if you're listening to this, you can hear it now. Japanese version. American version. So... That was a comparison of the two, and damn. <laughs> it's friggin' demonic, man. Yeah. Like, I, I'm curious about what the boss theme is now, too, because the boss theme has, like, weird laughter from uh, Robotnik as well. Maybe I'll put some in the show notes some links to the differences. There's probably yeah. a YouTube video showcasing the differences per song or whatever. Yeah. So, oh, it's, pro- it's probably also different because of bad features and good features. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we never did talk about that. Actually. Yeah, so I guess segue. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Um, so you were trying to go for the good stuff. Yeah, I was trying to go for the good ending, which and requires... I, which requires more time, so you actually spend more time playing it than I did, even though... I, I definitely did not get the good ending, I will state that right now. Okay. What ending did you get? I, I guess you could say it's the bad ending, because I only had two of the seven time gems, and I think only... Three of the seven worlds I turned into a good future. Okay. So for people who don't know, the way you have to get the good ending is you have to travel back in time in each stage, or at least Act 1 and Act 2, mm-hmm. and find an enemy generator. Mm-hmm. You then have to go destroy that generator and just beat the stage after that. Once you've destroyed both generators per stage, you'll get to the, the boss stage, and it'll be a ton easier because, like, Robotnik will be super weak, and you can pretty much take him out in one or two hits. Right. It's kind of a weird idea to throw in the game, hey? Yeah. It wouldn't be as bad if it wasn't for the fact that it's actually sometimes pretty challenging to get back in time. Because you have to... You be mean the actual, for... like, running part? Yeah. Yeah, especially like, in the later levels where it's almost impossible to find a spot to do it at all. Yeah. The, the stages are designed that as soon as you... There's, like, one specific area, basically, you can go that you're guaranteed to be able to use the time travel mechanic, and you have to... Be careful. If you go too fast while you have that power-up and you just suddenly stop, it'll go away. And then you can't go back in time unless you find another post mm. that gives you back either a past or future time travel token. Right. It's a really weird mechanic. It's kind of cool, but at the same time, it's, it's the stage design makes it kind of like, oh, fuck, I have to think about this too more than I'd like to. Yeah. And I think maybe that's why people like Sonic CD more is because you have to think more while playing it. There were a few parts, though. 
where if you could find them in the level that were just two bouncy things back and forth spring yeah and i think i think actually each stage has one area like that that is right a, i think that's the guaranteed time travel section yeah and those are kind of some of them are hard to find too mm, no i agree so yeah i don't know in that respect a thinking man sonic that that seems like a weird thing to say because you just got to go fast <laughs> Gotta go faster. Gotta go fast. Gotta go back in time. And this is where we devolved into just stupid references, I guess. Start singing Huey Lewis in the news. I really like Huey Lewis in the news. Every time I think of Huey Lewis in the news, I just think... Hip to be square. All that comes to mind for me is the American Psycho. Yeah. Hip to be square. I know. I mean, I just think of the, the... Where he's just casually discussing oh where he's talking about it yeah yeah that scene is actually pretty funny that scene is amazing yeah oh man i want to watch american psycho really bad now i heard the sequel sucked i never saw it but wasn't that mila kunis in it wait i'm thinking of something else completely yeah i have no idea what you're thinking of jade is that a thing like was there a sequel to that there was there was a sequel to American Psycho, but I don't know about Jade. Okay, Jade was it Jade Jaded? She was she was in like a straight to DVD movie that was the second of uh, the sequel of something. I'm just trying to remember what it was. Something similar like that. I don't know. Did you know she was in Max Payne? Uh, Mila Kunis. Yeah, she was Mona. It's weird, right? No. Like, just think about all the stuff she's been in. She's been in quite a few things. So, I don't know. I I guess I could try to look up what the movie she was in was, but I, I kind of don't care. So, back to Sonic the Hedgehog, which I care a lot about to the point where I almost stopped completely playing even though I was on the last level. Mm-hmm. What did you think of that last boss fight? Because it's fresh in like my the, mind. So. I feel like the easiest boss fight, actually, out of any Sonic game that comes to mind. Okay, because I had trouble with it the first couple times. Um, I, I lost two lives on it, and the third <clears throat> life, I had enough rings where I just was able to power through it. Because he only takes, like, four hits. He only takes four hits, yeah. But That the, first hit's really the hard part. I mean, after that, it, it becomes... The stupid little easier. balls before it always took away my shield and coins. Nope, they never hit me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No. The I hit, guess I got I guess I got lucky. The hit detection on those was terrible because they would just be you could hit them for like a split second before they went away again. Yeah, no, so. like I would I'd always jump at them when they were firing the laser, like as soon as they'd fire. So yeah, which is the only time you can. So I don't know if I just lucked out and just flew over it. Like the first one was easy. The second one, I they always took my shield away. So annoying. Ugh. But yeah, uh, that last boss fight is pretty easy in retrospect now. A big problem I was having is I got hit, I couldn't hit him the first time, so I died there. And then when I went back into it, he goes kind of up in the middle and then throws his uh, fans down at you. Mm. And they're look, they're vertically, going vertically, and I thought they were platforms. I tried jumping on them too when they landed, but they disappeared and I flew through them when I... That. okay because they hurt you 
Yeah, I, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah, and um, there was a point where I tried, ju- I jumped over one, and it was disappearing. And when I landed, it was still there for a split second and killed me. Oh, lame. Then that was annoying. I felt robbed on that one. Everything else was my fault, but whatever. But yeah, as soon as you get the first one, it becomes really easy. You don't even need to know his pattern to just know that when he goes up, you move and then hit him. Like, it doesn't matter where you are, just dodge. But, and four hits. I really didn't like the battle underwater when he uh, did his... Where he has the bubble shield? The bubble shield, yeah. That was that was kind of a neat idea. It didn't play very well, though, to me. It wasn't that difficult either, because really he, his only attack was the four shots. Yeah, no, it wasn't difficult. It was just time-consuming. It felt boring. Yeah. I think a lot of the bosses were kind of were neat ideas, but also kind of time-consuming. Like that conveyor belt boss. Yeah, the conveyor belt. What is it that you pull towards him or do again? You, like you I, don't. You just you make the conveyor belt move so fast that oh, it actually you grinds the it. platform that he's on. Right, right. You over you grind the platform and then kill him that way or something. Yeah, he like he panics and jumps out and the machine blows up. Right. That's a, still a neat idea though, but it. It comes down to this problem with game design that a lot of people have been talking about on the internet lately, and uh, this goes somewhat because of Eagle Raptor being a little bit more famous now, because of this whole thing he's doing with Game Grumps, uh, his sequelitis video with Mega yeah. Man, where he's talking about with game design how that game specifically, but many games back from that era, would teach you everything you needed to know to play the whole game through in the first level. Yeah. And with Sonic, that a lot of the boss fights didn't do that. Like, they would change something up, and they were neat ideas, but specifically when you go talk about the fight we're talking about with the conveyor belt, you kind of just don't know what's going on because there's no real indicators that you're grinding away his platform unless you're play- really paying attention. It just seems like you're dodging the whole time. Yeah, like, you can see sparks, but at the same time, I was like, do I have to attack the balls that were flying above me, or... Yeah, exactly, or, like, do I have to do something with this conveyor belt to move the balls towards him? Like, they don't really... The thing is, they kind of give you a hint that you're moving the conveyor belt faster, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, since you start off dodging right away, you don't really get to see that without, with, like, consequence or reward action. So the whole time it just seems like you're running in place, like what the conveyor belt is doing isn't that you're speeding it up, it's that it's trying to hold you in one place if you go too fast. Yeah, and then eventually you start seeing his platform slowly falling apart. Right, and it takes a little bit to even notice. So it's just kind of one of those game design things that, specifically with that fight, they don't teach you enough about what you're supposed to do right away, and you just kind of have to go and do it, which is kind of weird. I guess you could say the same about a few of the fights. Like um, the bubble one was obvious because you needed to breathe underwater, and yeah. it's the only form of air are the bubbles, so you instinctively jump for it. There was that maze one where you're just kind of chasing him, but it doesn't really tell you that there's no end until he dies. Yeah, so, I, yeah. when he was going down, I decided to go up. And yeah, then like suddenly I, I bumped into him. I was like, oh. Yeah, like I was thinking the whole time. Maybe I'm supposed to race him to something, kind of like the Metal Sonic thing, but that didn't turn out to be... I didn't notice until the third time through that I was going down the same giant loop over and over, 
So that was just weird and time consuming and kind of they didn't tell you what was going on at all. He was just kind of there at some point. And it's like, oh, well, since he's here, I might as well race him. <laughs> so because it's a Sonic game, you're supposed to go fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. But yeah, I don't know. So time travel, good soundtrack if you get the Japanese version or can hear the Japanese soundtrack. And kind of weird boss fights. What would you say is your favorite part of this game? I don't know. That's a legitimate question. I can't think... Nothing really stood out, per se. I enjoyed the early levels. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed like learning the, the time travel mechanic and stuff like that. I yeah. But in my opinion, like Sonic C is just a game of cool ideas that didn't quite live up to what they were trying to do yeah i think it was like maybe a little bit more time or maybe a little a little more tweaking it would have been a great game but i don't think it's the best sonic game like a lot of people seem to think or a little less emphasis on like what they were trying to do before i don't know it just seems kind of weird like if you're gonna have this time travel thing that only works mechanically a certain way Mm. you should probably design your levels a little better around it to really get that done, maybe? I, I think they design the levels like they do... The other Sonic games, but when you're trying to change something up with a Sonic game, you should probably change up the level design, too. Well, I mean, keep in mind, this one was made by, like, Sega USA instead of Sega... Or Sonic Team USA instead of Sonic Team Japan. Mm, true enough. So, but I believe the idea of the stage designs was to just make you think about where you're trying to use it. It kind of sucks in your first run-through. It's a game that's designed to make you play it through a second time to get that true ending. Yeah. Instead of, like, the other Sonics, where you could more or less pull off a perfect game your first run. Mm-hmm. Did you get all the little anime cutscenes? Uh, yeah, and they were all full screen. So good. So good. Where they're just kind of zipping around. Yeah. The, it kind of it kind of sucks at the end, like the ending, like just before you get the try again, and how you just see the planet just reappear suddenly, and it's been chained up again. Yeah, it's just like, oh great, so I did fuck all. Well, then you're just thinking, why? Like, why did that happen? <laughs> but well, it happens because Robotnik still has some of the time gems. Yeah, so he's able to still. Oh yeah, I out. guess it does show him get away with it. Yeah, well, it still doesn't fly away. Like, but the cutscene I saw also shows Sonic blow him up. So. Yeah, me too. He throws a rock real fast. Yeah. Does a spin dash thing. He charges up, then fucking whips it across the world. <laughs> kind of. Sonic Boom. He throws it real far. I love so. how Sonic Boom is, on, at least in the US version, Sonic Boom is just playing while he does that. Just like a slower version of it. Yeah. Um, it, made, it made me realize, though, with the cartoons of Sonic, I... Didn't care for them so much. The voice they gave him was really kind of irritating in every iteration I've seen of Sonic. And how I would much probably rather prefer him be a silent protagonist in animation. Mm -hmm. Because I really like... I don't know if in your version he talks or anything in those cutscenes. No. Yeah, so he's just kind of running around doing his thing and I realized it makes him look way more badass when he's just kind of running against something and then catches up to it and kills it or something. Yeah. Then like making a quip about chili dogs. Chili cheese dogs. Yeah. So I think they could have done something really neat back then 
or I guess they could now, but I mean, I'm not with these kids and their rap music and all their hipness and their new Sonic. And, and their hopness. Yeah. Urkel is my Sonic, so take that for what you will, I guess. But that'll probably do it for today, unless you have any other thoughts. Mm, no, not really. I think that pretty much covered everything. Uh, uh, oh, no, one thing we didn't cover, the minigame for getting the time emeralds. Oh, okay. I barely remember it because I got it a few times and I didn't really care. <laughs> so it, it was basically like this weird isometric or like maze sort of thing sort of like if you touch like the water you would lose like 10 seconds per step or something crazy like that and you had to jump and destroy all these ufos so you'd get the time crystal and it was just really hard to hit the ufos because of the perspective right Mm -hmm. i think it was just them trying to do something 3d that they didn't pull off well yeah they didn't pull it off very well at all i don't know why they can just go with the old style stuff with it i guess hmm Weird. Um, so yeah, Sonic CD, I guess it's out on a few different platforms. Would you recommend people pick it up? Uh, I heard it's like 5 bucks on XBLA, PSN, and I think even on iOS. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, give it a shot. I just I think it's worth 5 bucks. Personally, I think there's better Sonic games, but give it a try regardless. Yeah. I think the one thing that kind of bugged me was about the Spin Dash. Okay. Okay, now, you know how usually you just kind of, in the other Sonic games, you just kind of hit down and mash the, the button? Yeah. In in Sonic CD, you have to, like, hold down and hold it for a bit. Because he has to rev up to a certain point before he'll even dash. Uh, or, or is that different in your version? It was played like a normal Sonic for me. Plays different for me. Like, if you mash, there's no point. Mashing will do nothing. You have to hold down and hit it once at least for him to start revving up. Really? Yeah. Whoa. And then there's, then okay. There's the, then there's the up dash as well. Yeah, is, the up dash. Yeah. Okay. So how does the up dash work for you in your version? You, you hold it. You hold it. Okay. So yeah, it, the same thing. The spin dash is the plays the exact same as that. You have the option though in my version on the XBLA and I'm guessing PSN to uh, change your dash up the way your dash works. So I think that's it. Yeah. In the original Sonic CD and in the Genesis version I just played. Mm-hmm. You have to hold it instead of just being like mash, mash, let go. So it, it kind of makes it hard to get into certain situations. Like if I had the ability to just mash the dash, that race against Metal Sonic would have been a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I guess I never really considered that. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, I had totally forgotten about that until until just remembering it. Hmm. So I guess. If you're going to want to play this game, you're probably just going to want to spend the five bucks and get the version where you can choose stuff. Yeah, or like, because the, the XBLA version even comes with Tails. Yeah, I guess I'll just quickly mention that I finished the game off and then I played through most of it again as Tails. And that game is stupid with Tails. <laughs> Well, because it was never designed to have Tails in the first place. And it's so obvious, too, because in the first couple stages on the first uh, world there... Mm. Uh, when you fly up too high, you can fly out of the screen. Yep. And there's a point, like, you fly out of the screen completely, but it still pans up with you, and mm-hmm. there's a bunch of, like, sprites that they were probably going to use at some point, just hanging around on platforms up there. <laughs> like, almost like um, parts of the level, or, like, platforms they were going to put down lower, 
but like they didn't couldn't decide if they were going to, so they just kind of shoved it up there. That's kind of funny, actually. And then after that, you can just fly completely out, and there's nothing but ocean, like the background ocean, and you're the sound of you flying. So wait, Tails can infinite fly? In the first couple levels, yes. The game just keeps pushing you along. But then at the second stage and onwards, he starts getting fatigued. So it's almost like they completely forgot to do anything with the first stage for Tails. Strange. Yeah, it's kind of weird. And it makes um, the first Robotnik fight ridiculous. If you remember what the first Robotnik fight is. He's in a mech with legs, with uh, two bumpers as hands. Mm-hmm. And as Sonic, you would have to, like he has spikes on his legs, so he gets closer to you. And as Sonic, you would have to jump just at the right spot to hit him so uh, you wouldn't bounce back from his bumpers. Yeah. With Tails, you can fly over him, and since his back is unprotected, kill him instantly. <laughs> so there's that so yeah I don't know where I quit actually was the fight in, underwater because as Tails with, since he can fly you don't automatically fall back to the bottom mm. so when you jump up you're not in your ball form like you would be with Sonic to attack Oh, so you would just kind of it's almost it's like the air animation when you're flying or when you're fatigued or whatever, falling back down, because there's no button to get out of fly mode to just instantly fall. Mm. You just kind of have to float down. So as Tails on that fight, you keep floating downwards and keep getting hit by his little attack, his pe- uh, pellets or whatever. So yeah, it makes that fight kind of unplayable, unless I spent a lot of time on it, so that's why I turned it off. But everything up to that was ridiculous. I think there was... oh. The pinball stage, the pinball fight, where you have to yeah go all the way to the top to get Robotnik. As Tails, you can fly right up the middle and then just hit him three times. <laughs> yeah. So, if you want to play Sonic CD completely broken, that's the way to do it. So, get it on XBLA and PSN. But, other than that, I guess... We should say what we're doing next week, two weeks, two weeks, two weeks from now. Two weeks from now, yeah. And two weeks from now. Your, well, it was your choice, so you can take it. Do you have do the you're... list open? I do have the list open. Okay, so I'm pretty sure what we're going to play is Shadows of the Empire on the N64. Good guess. Yes, nailed it. <laughs> it's almost like you remembered. Yeah, after two weeks, I guess. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we put off the episode for a bit, so... Unfortunately, that screws up our Christmas plans. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, we might. No, I guess. Okay, this, so... this episode would be ten. Yeah, this would be the Chris. The Shadows of the Empire would be the Christmas episode now. Uh, it still kind of works, I guess. I don't know. We need a week every now and then with all the bullshit I've been putting out. So, yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, so. Shadows of the Empire, N64, we're starting to get it. I mean, if people haven't noticed, we're kind of going through the console eras now. I think we made mention of it before, but I'm not really sure if we did. I think we mentioned it when we mentioned Sonic CD. Okay. So we're getting to the point where it's going to be harder to emulate. We're getting to the point of no return, I guess. Um, I mean, I guess you could technically say we already passed that point with uh, next week's. Keith Courage. Well, no, that, you can emulate that. That's just the one that less people 
try. Like, mm. I'm going to have to emulate next week's episode because I do not own a TurboGrafx. You don't? No. I could have sworn you did. No. Hmm. I think the only non-mainstream system I own is the Neo Geo Pocket Color. I guess I should uh, just think for a second and realize that most of the, when I'm bored, when I'm playing a game and streaming it, I'm usually emulating. So it's not hard to emulate anything we're talking about. So I take that back. It's hard to find like ROMs if you're going the illegal way of doing it for some of this later stuff that we have coming up. Mm-hmm. But and there's going to be a there is going to be a literal point of no return. I think episode 13, according to this list, is going to be the point where if you don't own a physical copy of the game, or 14, I guess, because 13 has a digital version. But if you don't own a physical copy, you might be left out for a little bit. And for that one, now that I have the document open to pull the curtain back, <laughs> <laughs> episode 14, I am yeah. looking at it right now, and man, that's going to be a weird one to talk about. Mm-hmm. I I kind of don't want to play it. I just want to watch someone play it. Because <laughs> it plays so weird. Uh, I, I'm partly afraid to go back to play it. But we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. That's like five or six episodes from now. Oh, man. That's like two months. <laughs> yeah. Well, we know we know what, episode, what game it is, so that gives us enough time to clear it. How are we going to clear all these games? The next two weeks are the ones... Uh, Shadows and Keith Courage for next week are the ones that I'm going to actually have to worry about. Episode 11, I'm not worried about. 12, I am. 13, I'm not. 14. 12, I am. <laughs> have you ever played that one? No. I have not played any game in that series. Oh, wow. I'm really excited to see what you think about it then. I have a feeling we might disagree about some stuff. And we are playing the first game in the series, too, so... I've heard the second one's better. See, I'm not worried about the first game thing because the reason why like I asked you to do this with me, this podcast, is that mm-hmm. I know you appreciate even like shitty controls for what they were back then. Yeah. So like that's not an issue. I know a lot of people take issue with like, oh, this doesn't play like it should today. And it's like, no, it's not supposed to. This, but, this conversation's got to be frustrating the hell out of people who have no idea what we're talking about. Like, what game is it? Well, it should be getting them excited for all the amazing talks we have coming up. <laughs> smooth. Smooth like butter. I'm really looking forward to episode 15. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if I'm going to have the time to play through the episode of that game again. That's a long one. Yeah. I I don't I know. I think it's 16, sort of. <sighs> You'll have to wait until then. How are we going to do 16? Oh, That's... Because that's one I'm going to need to play as well again, because I don't remember, like, anything about it, but I don't have a copy of it. I think I remember enough of it that maybe I can just loan you my copy of it. Unless you loan me your copy of it, and then I give it back to you with enough time for you to do it, too. Maybe. But we should probably focus on next week, Episode 9, Keith Courage and Alpha Zones for the TurboGrafx-16. Oh, my God. (laughs) Keith Courage! How am I going to find a Turbo Graphics emulator? Probably through Google. Oh, yeah. Google.com <laughs> sponsors our show. That's not true. Don't sue us. <laughs> Google.com sponsors every show. Google.com sponsors the internet. Google.com sponsors the internet.